to be honest, friends, I, I don't know a huge amount of what to say that there's not already being said in a lot of different ways. Um, and uh, we are uh, absorbing uh, news, we are reading uh, papers, we are speaking to uh, friends and neighbours and strangers in the streets, we are sitting with our own thoughts, um, and um, there is a huge amount happening, isn't there, as a result uh, of the Queen's death, a lot happening in our lives, corporately and individually. I'm actually not going to be dwelling very much on the reading that we've just had, um, but um, how fantastic it is, that reading. Um, there will be no more tears. Um, there will be no more crying. Um, uh, God will be his people. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. When the old order of things passes away, of course, it means that there is a new order coming in too. And as we grieve um, and as we remember uh, a person of great Christian faith, we are also inexorably finding ourselves uh, with the extraordinary power of the historic British Constitution moving at the same time into a period of hope. You know, that, that amazing continuity from, from sadness and grief straight into hope alongside it is extraordinary. And I found myself reflecting on that as I've been witnessing some of the, the government procedures and the, the proclamation yesterday uh, and listening to the uh, King's address to, to the nation. There's something rather beautiful about the continuation of that journey from death and grieving into new life and new hope. And here we have it in Holy Scripture. There is death that we experience, the end of all things we might think. But with God, there will be no more tears, there will be no more crying. I am the Alpha, I am the Omega, I am the beginning and the ending. The Queen said of her faith in God that it was an inspiration and an anchor. And uh, as again the press and lots of our own reflections uh, will be referring to, she spoke about, and Gabby referred to at the beginning of our, our service today, she spoke about her faith increasingly powerfully in her Christmas messages. I don't know what it is. Maybe the nearer we get to heaven, the older we get, the more acute uh, that promise of God becomes for us. Because I just sense, maybe she's always been saying it as well, but I sense that there was a sort of a, a growing um, uh, um, um, definitiveness of her message about Jesus in those Christmas messages as each year went by. And she spoke in her Christmas messages about the life of Jesus. She always seemed to mention Jesus, our Saviour, and how he had guided her. And in 2021, only last year, following the death of her husband, Prince Philip. She spoke in that Christmas message about how Jesus' life had helped her understand and walk towards a new beginning, a new heaven and a new earth, where there be no more crying, no more tears. She spoke of how Jesus had helped her at that time of great grief walk towards and understand a new beginning, how courageous is that? 
to sit in that place and room in Buckingham Palace where the king was the other day and give a message out to all of us following the death of her husband, her strength and her stay, as she said, for over 70 years and say that her faith and her dependence on Jesus Christ gave her the strength to understand that great grief and walk towards new beginnings. She spoke about that new beginning which came with the birth of a child. That child, of course, being Jesus. And she spoke about how that Christmas story shows us that in the birth of a child, there is a new dawn, she said, with endless potential. Following the death of her husband of 70 years, this great Christian servant said a few months later, That in Jesus Christ, in the birth of a child, there is a new dawn of endless potential. And that was how the Queen viewed life. Through the lens of the glory of God and the life and death and resurrection to new life of Jesus Christ. That the Queen spoke so movingly, following her huge bereavement, underlined her utter belief in the goodness and the grace of God and in Jesus Christ as her saviour. That last picture of her last Tuesday is, I think, the image for me which has stuck most strongly in my heart. Much has been spoken and will be spoken about the Queen serving all her life. And there she was, two days before her death, clearly very frail and probably very ill, but with that incredibly joyous smile on her face. Wasn't it a smile that just warmed your heart? She had a twinkle in her eye. It wasn't just a smile of formal welcome. There was the smile of someone who loved life, loved her Lord, and loved serving others because... She loved life and loved the Lord and was drawing from the Lord to do so right up to the end of her life. And she was smiling, that beautiful, warm smile of grace and joy in her fragility, in her frailty, in her illness on two days before she went to glory. Jesus said he came not to be served, but to serve. He was the servant king. He was the light and the guide for the queen's life, as he is for ours. The queen was no reluctant servant, was she? Because you could see from that amazing smile at the end. She was never a reluctant servant. She was a servant filled with the joy of Jesus Christ. As a saviour taught her, showed her and inspired her to do by his love. And I have been really personally challenged by that. I've been challenged about my grace in service. When I saw that photograph of the Queen, and I've been reading all that Jesus meant to her, and how that inspired her to serve right to the end of her earthly life, willingly and joyfully. We grieve so deeply because we have all received, in many different ways, 
the Queen's love for us. Most of us will never have met her. But we've received that love, I think, in and through her willing and joyful and loving service. And also the reassurance, the encouragement, the steadiness and the hope that she always brought. That Covid speech has become famous, it's been often played now, isn't it? We will meet again, those great words from the Vera Lynn song. But at that moment for all of us, that gave us huge hope, didn't it? She's brought us this hope, this steadiness and this encouragement in different ways throughout all of our lives. The Bible was the most precious book to the Queen, as it should be to us, the Holy Word of God Almighty. And there is much comfort for us in the words of Holy Scripture. In Matthew's Gospel, chapter 25, we have in the parable of the bags of gold, we have those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. And in 2 Timothy, Chapter 4, and you can go back and scroll through the Bible to find out lots of other references that make a huge difference to the hope we have in Jesus Christ and are relevant, I feel, to a great servant of Christ. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, we have these words. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Aren't those great words of comfort and promise? In the first Christmas broadcast that Her Majesty the Queen made, this woman of immense faith in Jesus Christ, the Queen asked for prayer. She said, please pray for me that God may give me wisdom and strength to carry out the solemn promises I shall be making, and that I may faithfully serve him, God in heaven, Christ Almighty, and that I may faithfully serve him and you all the days of my life. And her prayers, and the prayers of many, many faithful people over the ages, have been answered in abundance, haven't they? For which, O Lord, we are deeply and truly thankful today. The Queen's Christian life and the Queen's witness to her faith will shine brightly far beyond the historical memory of her reign. And in just over a week, we will be all following the funeral service for Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And during this intervening period, we shall be grieving and remembering and, yes, giving thanks and thinking about big questions of life and faith. For some, it will be, who is this Jesus Christ 
that this person we love so much believed in and who underpinned her life. If that is you, I encourage you to look to the inspiration of Her Majesty and find out answers to those big questions of life. To others, it will be travelling with that faith in that intervening time. And we will be grieving and remembering, but we will also be giving thanks. Our songs already today have expressed huge thanks to God for his goodness to us. And as we do that, may I encourage you to receive what our late Queen Elizabeth gave to us and receive it into our own lives. Be encouraged, be inspired, be hopeful and be loving and joyful in our own service of others in our lives. Because, like the Queen, we know or we seek to come to know the love of Jesus Christ, which gives us purpose and meaning in our lives. That love that filled her heart. And as we give thanks and as we remember, let's pray too for our new king and for his family. I'm sure he is asking for our prayers as his mother asked for our prayers all those years ago. And we will give them to him to support him in his grief and them in their grief as ordinary family members, but also in the calling to which he is going to be responding. I'm going to finish by um, asking um, Andrew in a moment to play the last post. The reason I'm doing this is that um, I enjoy and use a wonderful prayer app uh, called Lecture 365, which some of us will use, and um, it, it is um, organised and run by the wonderful 24-7 uh, prayer movement. And uh, there was the most beautiful reflection from them on the day after the Queen's death. And in the background, fading in and out at appropriate times, was the last post. And that last post is played on Remembrance Sundays and other times like that, when we remember those who have died in the service of their country. Uh, and um, I was so moved by it, combined with the power of God's holy word, that I've asked Andrew to play it for us today. So I invite you now, as we have a few moments' quiet reflection before we continue with our service, thank God for Her Late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, and God save the King. <laughs>